got a little piece of word for you this morning. Uh, like I said, I don't really go looking for the calendar or looking for events. I didn't look for a New Year's kind of year type deal. The Lord just kind of inserted it in my spirit a couple weeks ago and made me hold it and hold it and hold it <laughs> till today. And it's a little different. It's a little different. It's kind of out of my normal uh, uh, range of, of just having a, a good time with a chunk of scripture. But, but I do got to be obedient to the Lord with this. And, and, and I think, I do think, I do think, I do think you'll really get something in your heart and your soul with it uh, if you receive it. How I many know that's the key, receiving it? Receiving it. How I many know we grow fruit when we receive it on good ground? On good ground. And if it's not, if it don't go there, you might get excited even today, but it, it fails. So it's got to be on good ground. We got to hear it and get it on good ground. So I, I pray we do today. But I, I want to read you this piece. And this is not really a text this morning, let me tell you that. Uh, it, this is kind of context to bring my, this thought that the Lord put upon my heart, uh, to bring this thought into context. And uh, uh, so it's not really a text, but it, 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 it's kind of context, if that makes any sense at all. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, you have too much coffee again this morning. I really don't never have much coffee. And when I did, I've done had it like seven hours ago, so you know it's wore off by now. I have my coffee like at 3 o'clock this morning, so it's gone. It's long gone. Amen. I'm running off Jesus now. I have to have a little ether. I do. I admit it. I got to have a little ether in the morning. Cup of coffee. Get everything if it's cold, I might have two. A little ether. But after that, I run on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Till I put it back in the garage at night. Amen. Matthew. Matthew. I want to read you this piece of scripture out of Matthew 5. And let me just say this. I got to do it the old-fashioned way today. I've got no board. I can't rear back there and holler, hey, Kayla, put me up Matthew 5. I can't do that today. So you know what I had to do? I had to look this stuff up myself. I had to actually look it up in the Bible myself. My goodness. Yeah. Matthew 5. Let's start with verse 38. We'll finish out the, the fifth chapter. The word, I was getting ready to turn around and read it off the board. <laughs> you know how you do You know when the power goes off, how you do? You'll run in the bathroom or something and flip a light on, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's what I was fixing to do. I was fixing to wheel around, and I went, oh, yeah. Amen. Y'all with me? Amen. Matthew 5. This is some of that Jesus theology, so this is perfect. This is perfect. The word of the Lord says this, Matthew 5, verse 30, 38. It says, you have heard it, 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 you have heard it that in the, it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But Jesus said, but I say unto you, that you, res that you resist not even, but whosoever shall smite thee even on the right cheek, turn to him also the other also. Happy New Year. <laughs> and and if, any man will, if any man will sue thee at the law, take away thy coat, let him also have your cloak also. And whosoever should compel thee to go a mile, go with him two miles. Give to him that asks thee from thee, from him that would borrow of thee. Turn 
that not thou away. You have heard that it has been said that thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemies. But I say, Jesus theology, y'all, I say unto thee, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. That you may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. He sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do even not the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only and do, more, do no more to others, do, do not even the publicans do so? Listen to what he says. And this, this just kind of finishes it. He says, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Amen. We was doing good till we got that last part, wasn't we? Lord, we reach for We glorify your holy name. Touch pastor this morning. We'll be careful to give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's thank him this morning. One more time. Bless his name. Thank him. Honor him. Lord, we praise you. We're still raising a hallelujah to you. We're still honoring you, and we believe in your word. To even do so, do that this morning. Amen. Amen. I want to just go ahead and give you this thought this morning. Because this is the thought that the Lord stuck in my spirit. Uh, like I said, two weeks ago, I know now, and maybe even a little beyond that. I don't keep track of time real well because it don't matter. It's all in God's time. I've learned that. And But, but at least two weeks ago, uh, I began to sense uh, this word, and not just out of this, actually out of another piece of scripture that I'm not going to get to today, that maybe Wednesday, maybe another day, whatever the Lord's will. But but out of another scripture, I sensed the Lord speak something to me, uh, not audibly. I didn't hear my living room didn't open up, the roof didn't come off. Uh, Cindy didn't even say it. Y'all catch that in a minute. Sometimes, sometimes Cindy speaks and it's like the Lord. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Lord. Serious. She has got that line. Amen. But, but in my spirit and all the scriptures, from the scriptures, from what God had said, I got a hold of this word, and it was this word. It says, do the hard things. Do the hard things. That's the, that's the exact reaction I told the Lord. I said, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to do the hard things. That's that's what I want to give you this morning. And the reason I want to give it to you, and I'll show it to you in a minute, is is I want to give you this word this morning that you can rewrite even rewrite the future of your life. And I believe that what what lies ahead if you'll do the hard things. You can you can begin to rewrite what tomorrow is, next week, this time next year. I wonder how many here this morning that we have circled a year, we have come full circle in a calendar, and 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 life's still pretty much the same as it was. You're kind of still where you were. You're kind of maybe stuck in maybe the same things, maybe still not gained any ground as you did last year. You're same, kind of same. 
Well, I've come to I've come really to talk to you specifically this morning and, and encourage you, challenge you. Do the hard things. Do the hard things. And I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some 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 let up on it here in a minute, but I, I want you to get a hold of that because you know when Jesus when Jesus come to preach, this was the Sermon on the Mount. I want to give this, here's the context. This was a sermon on the mount, right? He was, this was life. This Jesus was life. Matter of fact, Jesus came, remember in John 10, 10, he came to that, that he might give life and to give it more abundantly. He came teaching and instructing and preaching life. Because he looked upon mankind, he looked upon people, and he, he hurt for them. He hurt for me, he hurt for you, he hurt for people like us. He hurt for people in the same dilemmas that we're in. He, he hurt when he seen, when he seen, he, he, he would hurt down in him being. God, God hurts when he sees us hurt. When he sees us struggle or stuck, bound. He hears, he sees. So, so Jesus comes, and this Sermon on the Mount is really his, his, his kind of his introductory message. It's like message number one, and, and he, he preaches this. He, really, it's a teaching message. It's, it's, it's really an instructive message, but he's teaching to people. Really, that's what he's doing. He's teaching them on how to rewrite the days of their future. That's what I see in this. He, he, he's bringing instruction. He's bringing truth that's going to help them because they were following him, needing something. Needing something, crowds, multitudes, they sense that this is the bread of life. They sense he has the word of life. They sense that he has what I need. Some of y'all here this morning, you, you've sensed that Christ got what you need, and you're not maybe not got all that figured out, and you're really sure about all of it, don't maybe even understand all of it, but you're kind of like them, you're following, and, and he even led you to a place like today. And that's where they were. They were there. And, and he, he starts teaching them, trying to show them really how they can change, change their future out of this teaching. Now, this, this whole sermon, it's a whole sermon. It's chapter 5 through chapter 8. It's a whole sermon, but we're not going to dwell with the whole sermon. But, but it's this whole sermon that he's teaching. Really, really. So, so if they don't, exactly what I just said, if they don't, just like if we don't, tomorrow's going to look just like today. It really is. I want to tell you that again. If we really don't take hold of what Jesus instructs us, the truth, the words of life, the things he is speaking to us, if we really don't, tomorrow's going to look just like today. Next week's going to look like last week. It's going. Y'all ever see that movie Groundhog Day? I'm dating myself, I know, back in the 80s or something, whatever it was, I don't know. But, but anyway, it was just the same day over and over and over. Actually, I hated that movie because it was just monotonous to me. I'm like, this is driving me crazy. I got you, babe. I suck in my head from 1980. I'm like, good day. Monotonous. But it, that, that was the whole point of it, though. It was stuck in that. And, and I was going to tell you something, that's where we're at. Are you stuck this morning? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Unless we really get a hold of it and receive his word tomorrow, next week, next Friday, July 4th, it's going to be warmer. It's going to be hotter. We might have hot dogs. We might be at the river, but it's still going to look the same. <laughs> seasons come. Seasons go. Another Christmas. But it's the same if we don't. 
do the hard things that Jesus sometimes instructs. Yeah, come on, thank the Lord. I got one up here. I got to hold that. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Amen. It is true. It's true. And I believe that. And I believe most of us today is like this. He was challenging them like he challenges us to do the hard. And, that's, and, and, and in this text or context, that's really what that, this whole sermon really scattered throughout the three chapters is really about. It's about him challenging. Like, like, like he says, I tell you, no, 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 just go one, but go two. What, what, what's he saying? Do more than, than is expected. That's the hard thing. You see, that's the hard thing. Jesus is telling them to do the hard, to go, go more than a mile. Just go two. That, that's more than expected. See, that's, that's a hard thing, ain't it? That's kind of tough, yeah. Do, do, do things we see in, in what I read where he talks about, about loving not just your friends or saluting just your brothers or being good to this them, loving on them that love you. No, no, no. Go beyond that. Love and do to others even that's treated you wrong. That, that's hard. How many know that's hard? That's the hard thing. Jesus is teaching to do some hard things here. To go beyond. To do, do some things that's a little more. Do some things beyond even what, what you are that challenges you. goes you in a great way. Don't do things that just pay you off. That just reward you. Because that's not a hard thing if you know I can be good I can be good to this brother and if I know it's going to pay off well that's why I'm doing it. But if you be good he says be, no, no no do the hard thing being good to somebody that they can't even pay you off. I told the Lord I said Lord that's not going to preach on January the first Sunday in January. That's not going to be, that's not a Pentecostal sermon. He said, no, but man, it's a sermon that'll change your life. If they get a hold to it, it will change your life. They might not shout, may not shout much in this service, but, but it'll change your life. I'm going to give you a chance to shout a little bit anyway. But, but, I might done beat you up so bad time we get there, you, you just ain't able. I don't know. We'll wait and see. <laughs> but he, on and on and on. And, and, and even, even with that last verse where you got real quiet on, that last verse where he said, he said, you know, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's a tough verse. I don't care what Sunday it is. This is tough. I don't care what group it is. That'd make a bunch of self-righteous Pharisees get quiet. That'd kind of quieten down the whole room. I've learned something about that verse. You know, I've learned, I've learned that, that, that people use that. They, either they'll water that down, and they'll say, well, that's not the perfect that, that you're thinking of. But when you look at that word up all through the rest of the scriptures, it's the same word, perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's not like me. It's perfect. Same word, perfect. So, 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 but I've heard, I've heard when people try to use it, they try to water it down. Say, hey, you know, you know, it's not really that high. So, so you water it down, or, 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 or sometimes we just could have just ignored that this morning. Just kind of left that on the page. But it's ink on paper. It's ink on paper, y'all. 
could have just left that alone, Jesus. And sometimes we'll do that. We'll ignore it. Or, or, or we can take that sucker when we're really feeling good in ourselves. When a preacher's really feeling good. He had a good 20 minutes this morning. He's feeling good. He's feeling good about himself. And he can beat the fire out of some church people with that. When he's really feeling good about himself. His wife, you know, smiled at him or something this morning. He's happy about it. He's patting himself on the back. Man, I did good. I ain't, I ain't cuss or nothing this morning. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But, but, but. But really what Jesus is doing, he's calling us, challenging us to a hard thing. Do you see it? That's a hard thing. When he says, he, he's making it no doubt, be thou now perfect even as thou fallen in hell. He's challenging us. He's challenging us to something that's, that's impossible in this being. He's challenging us to something so hard, so beyond, something beyond. Do things. Here's what he's saying. Do things too big for you this year. Too big. It's not just that. I'm used to using that, but that's kind of the top rung, I would say. That's about as too big of for me as I need to go. I can't think of anything any bigger. That's a big stuff. So, and, and you know, it don't end there because the rest of the scriptures, if if we wanted to, we could spend all morning talking about the things that's too hard for us. About loving. Love, just loving. Loving alone would be enough. I could, we could camp right there and talk about loving. And it would be too hard. It would be too hard. I could talk about, I could talk about forgiving. I could talk about forgiving. I could talk about, and maybe that ain't your problem today, but I bet you somewhere down your little old path, there's somebody that, 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 that rubbed you a little sideways, made you a little crusty, huh? rubbed you a little raw. And, 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 if, and if that were today, and I'll tell you, forgive, you test it too hard. Too hard, that's a hard thing. That's too much. I, I, I mean, that's, that's way, that's beyond. Or, or, or I, tell you, I tell you to give. They took the stinking offering plate. Dang. I was going to take up another offering right here. And challenge you to a hard thing. It's going to challenge you to give again. Because that's a hard thing. How am I doing? Give. Share. Share. That's a hard thing. I, I, we're, we're in the midst of training our grandkids. We got two beautiful grandkids. Man, they're beautiful. They prettier than your grandkids. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love your grandkids too. You got some pretty grandkids too. But they're yours. <laughs> Maybe there's still a little coffee in there. I'm not sure. There might be a little bit in it. Uh, uh, but 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 we're trying. They having this issue with Sharon. Whatever one's got the other, whatever the other's got the other, and crazy stuff. That's like it's Thursday. We, we always get together, family time on Thursday. That's just a tradition for us. It don't matter what it is. We get together on Thursdays. All of our family does. They all come. We all eat. We had shrimp Thursday. We had shrimp. 
and we had the cocktail sauce, and, and for whatever reason, they both wanted to play with the cocktail sauce bottle. <laughs> they got $5,000 worth of toys at Christmas, and they're fighting over cocktail sauce bottles. <laughs> Bug wanting to haul it on his truck, and Gray Bear just wanting to carry it around. And, and, and sharing is hard. The hard thing. It's hard. Things like all these things. Taking a stand. In this world, is anybody finding it hard to take a stand? Hmm, There's plenty to take a stand on, my Jesus. Amen. There's so much. And it's even hard to figure out, where do I make a stand? When do I make a stand? How big a stand do I make? How many banners? How much do I put on Facebook? Sing a little louder. <laughs> yeah. Repent. Jesus, he just calls us to that all. Just repent of something. Hard things sometimes. Oh, it might not be for some of y'all when he's asking you to give up Kool-Aid or something. But, but some folk got stuff that they're just now walking out of, just now moving from in this new life with Jesus, this journey. And this repentance stuff is, is hard. I'm going somewhere. You think, well, are you ever going to get there? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But, but all these things, you know, and I could go on all morning about that. But, but, but he's, he's challenging. He's doing it. And, and, but here's what I want. In, in doing these summit, not just these. Now, listen, I, I haven't just rung all these off. There's so many more. But in doing not only these hard things, but the, whatever God has put before you. Because, see, that's what I know. God puts hard things before us. Every one of I got stuff. He puts hard things before us sometimes. And here's what I know. He puts these hard things before us. And, and, and he challenges us to them. And, and he does that. You know why? So we can begin to change our tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to look different. Really? Really, if whatever hard things he's challenging you to this morning has put before you, maybe some of these, maybe some things I ain't even said, I'm sure. He's challenging you. Why? Because he wants, he just sees you just like he saw these people in this Sermon on the Mount. And he, and he, wants, he wants to see tomorrow different for you. Here's what I've learned. This all sounds great. Okay, I'm closing. No, I'm just kidding. This all sounds great. Here's what I've learned. <laughs> Doing the hard things, that sounds great, Brother Lee. Woo! Yes! But I, I've learned this. I've learned this, that we, we, we don't much like the hard things. don't. We're a culture, we're a people, we're an age. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, we look for the easy over and over and over again. Continuously in about every phase of our life. We look for the comfort, we look for the easy button, we look for whatever's going to make us less or lighter 
more enjoyable. We want to make we want it to be easy, easier, easier. We don't like hard things. Well, you know why? Because well, they're hard. They're hard. That's why they don't preach well in America. Because we like it easy. We do. That's why you're quiet now. We like it easy. I about broke out into an eagle song there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's a hard thing not to go back to the 70s. (laughs) When your mind was influenced by so many things. Anyway. Dang. I got to get out of eagle's country here and move on. I learned. I learned. I learned, I learned that the hard things, we don't like them. I learned that they're not, it's because they're hard. But I learned, I learned this from my little grandson named Bug. Y'all know, y'all know Bug. He runs up here a lot on Sunday. I learned, I learned what, why, I learned the thought. I learned that we don't like hard things, no matter really what's going on in our life. Bug, Bug probably wasn't but two-ish, more, maybe a little more. When I began to pick up on, you know, Dawned on me. The Lord spoke to me. You're just like bug. You don't like hard things either. But but I I watched as we we began the journey to potty train bug. You'll hear it all here at Walton PH, PH Church. If you're, if you're a first time visitor, welcome to potty school. I'm going to help you out this morning. But we. And it takes, I mean, no, it takes a family to train some kids. The whole family. But, 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 Bug, Bug, he, he just wasn't into this potty training. And, and we try, we, we try to talk to him about it, try to connive him, manipulate him, bribe him, <laughs> offer him money. Grandma was giving him like $100 a potty. I'm like, I'd like in on some of that action. That pays pretty good. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and I potty a lot. Too much information. I know, 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 I know. But but I learned this right. Here's, here's what Bug, Bug's problem was. Bug's problem was. We, me, me, and, me and Cindy would talk to him. We would talk to him. We'd talk to him. And we even, we even manipulated him. I know you don't supposed to do that. I'm preaching and everything. Manipulation is like the spirit of Jezebel, and that's like witchcraft. And I know all that. But but I, we had to try to do something. But we just got to get the boy on the pot. And, and we talk, we talk, Gray Bear is going to be pottying before you. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Very guilty. I'm going to manipulate her. Yes, I am. Yes, I was the con man. But he just and here's what he kept saying. And he would he would give it a whirl. I had to give it to him. He'd give it a whirl now and again. He'd like, you know, let's give this potty thing a try. And he'd give it a try. And, but here's he would always come back to the because because then he would do that maybe once or twice, and then you know, it was back to oh gosh. And he's getting to be a big boy now. He he you know, he eats like his daddy and Yes. 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 You got it. You got it. 
You smell what I'm laying down. <laughs> Might have to get the band back up here to save this service. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. I'm going somewhere. Here I go. I'm going somewhere. So, so, but he would try it and he, he would deal it. Here's what he would tell me. He would t- I would say, Bug, why, why don't you? Because you could tell when he was going to do it because he he's a private type person. And, and, and when he had to go, he'd go behind the couch. I'd say, Bug, are you pottying? <laughs> you knew he was. You knew he was. But I would say, why don't you go to the potty? And you know what he'd say? This is what he'd say. Too hard. <laughs> Too hard. That become such, me and Cindy still do it. Me and Cindy, all, something, something, something's a little tough. We'll look at each other and go, too hard. It's just too hard. She said, why won't you go do that? I said, too hard. It's just too hard. That, that was his heart. That's what he felt like. He felt like it was just too hard. And here's what I know. I'm afraid we approach Christian life like that way too much. And the things that God puts before us. And, and we'll look at it sometimes. We'll look at it. Even things like I read this morning. And even those things that God's put before you and got in your heart right now. And if we ain't careful, I think we're a whole lot like bug. I think we're a whole lot like bug. We'll look at it sometimes and go, you know what? Too hard. Too hard. It's just too hard. And we'll walk away. It's still the same. Nothing's changed. Here's what I believe. Here's what I believe is true about a lot of people who try this Christian life. Now, I believe this. I believe a lot of people, it's like bug. They'll try it a little bit. And it's not that they find that the Christian life is lacking. Because it's not. You, you, can, you can't even dabble with this, that, that there ain't some kind of blessing in it. That there ain't some kind of life in it. That there ain't some kind of light in it. That there ain't some kind of move in it. Because he's the resurrected power. There's something. You sense something. I've never seen nobody that really genuinely put just a, a little bit toward it. That it wasn't something in it. So, so I believe they don't find it lacking. But, but they try it. And here's what they, what they find. They find it too hard. Not lacking, but too hard and they walk away and they leave it they leave it most of it most of it untried untried then finding the early stuff or small stuff even too hard but I want to tell you something this morning I gotta I gotta hurry this is how we grow this is how we grow by the things God puts before us that sometimes we say are too hard. Things he's got before you this morning, maybe before you this year, maybe had it before you this time last year, but you decided it was too hard. And, and, and you have not grown. And this year looks a whole lot like last year, except maybe more miserable, more hurtful, more bondage, more yoke. But he puts your stuff so that we can grow that we can get beyond. How many know he wants us to get beyond too hard? He wants us to give up. He wants us that we can come and we can go beyond. Because here's what I learned. If you can get beyond too hard, 
You can get beyond too hard. What you think is hard today becomes natural. Natural. It does. It becomes natural. I'm just here to tell you and, and gladly rejoicing so that what Bud a year ago found too hard is now natural. He, he, yesterday I thought about it, ain't the Lord something. I know he speaks to me differently. He speaks to me through potty stuff, I know, but it's all right. We talk all kind of stuff. But, but yesterday he went ripping down the hall. Got to go to potty, mama. Down the hall. And it wasn't even a thought of being too hard. It's natural now. I want to tell you all something this morning. You can get beyond too hard on whatever it is this morning that God's got in front of you. Come on. Where's this church at? If you can get beyond what's too hard this time next year or even before, it'll be natural. Now, come on, give the Lord the glory. Hey, give him the glory. It becomes natural. Somebody say, well, Brother Lee, God loves me just the way I am. Yes, he does, but he'd like to get you away from that stinky diaper. And he does love you just the way you are, but he loves you so much, he's not willing to leave you right where you are. And that's fact, God in heaven. That's why he keeps bringing this hard stuff before your eyes, because he does love you so much. And this is how he knows you grow. You grow. That's how you grow. It's really the only way we grow. Have you noticed? It's, uh, God used to thank granddaddy and my daddy was so hard on me on the farm. and Hard on me. Making me work. Making me do this. I was like the only fella at my age one time I felt like I ever had to use a chainsaw. And I said, too hard. But it's how I grow. Thankful now. I'm trying to end, we're trying to instill that around us. The other, the younger people now, the younger boys, their nephew, my nephews, and buckets come to trying to instill my son in law, instill that in them. Come on, somebody, because it's how we grow. If ever there was an age, and I call it an age, it's not, and it's not, I'm not beating up on any particular gender. I'm talking about this whole age. It's not, not just the young people, it's all of us sitting in here. It's this age needs to rediscover the truth that I'm preaching on this morning. Not reinvent it. No, no. We need to rediscover this idea, this truth that Jesus is bringing out here. It's this age. And now, this age now needs to rediscover this. To grow beyond our comfort zone. Quit worrying about being so comfortable. Quit worrying about it being so hard. Do what Jesus wants you to do. If he put it before you, he's graced you to do it. And yeah, it may be hard. It may be gut-wrenching hard. It may be terrible. It may, it may cause you to sh shudder. But I'm going to tell you what, you're going to grow out of it. It's going to be natural. i, I, I got to close. How many, how many closings is that? <laughs> I really do. I believe that. Amen. Quit signing up for a lesser version. I think I think that's what that's this age. We want a lesser version. We, we want a lesser. I, all, even this morning, I sense this. I hope I hope it's not 
deep, but I do sense it. Maybe somebody here say, well, brother, that's just you. That's that radical. I want to, I'm not into this platinum version that you're talking about. It's like, no, I want this lesser, maybe not even gold, maybe a silver, bronze edition. Or, hey, how about some copper-plated? Give me that copper-plated version. You know, it's that shiny, looks good. Don't expect much. how we grow when when we avoid this here here, I'm closing I'm closing closing. that's five in here (laughs) when we avoid the hard things here's here's what I want you to know this is what I learned through Bug this is what Bug learned Bug had to finally get this When, when we keep avoiding the hard things harder things come Avoid the hard things that Jesus puts before. I just want to tell you something this morning. It's whatever hard thing it is, it's inevitable. You either face it now or somewhere else. Harder. It's a bigger mess. I'm trying not to go back to potty here, but a bigger mess. It is. And it's always been that way. It's all. Think about it. Think about it. I know. Resisting temptation is hard. Ain't it? It, it, Yes, sir. It's showing up. It it is hard. But addiction, divorce, whatever else comes on the backside of not resisting it, it's harder. It's harder. I know. Getting a job, keeping a job. That's hard. But being broke is harder. I told you this is age relevant. This age. The generation that we're in. It's relevant. Working is hard, but it's better than being broke. It is. Sure enough. Sure enough. Bug learned. Going to potty's hard. Not going harder, harder. Amen. I think really, really, what 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 Jesus, what God, what what's in my heart this morning is that we don't waste our life. Keep coming short over and over and over. Keep keep coming short of what God's plan is for our life. Because when we don't do the hard things, I guarantee you, we're coming short. God's true plan for your life. Did you hear me? We're coming short. When, when God puts the hard thing, I'm not talking about man. I'm not talking about his laws. I'm talking about God. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be no kind of law-oriented message this morning. Not at all. No, no. This is when God puts hard things before us. It's because he's got this great plan. He's got this great plan ahead of you. And when we miss that, when we refuse we miss all of that. We miss this perfect plan. And I'll be honest with you here. We waste our life. We waste our life. I felt somebody right there say, Preacher, that's me. I'm wasting my life. I felt that. I felt that. I just had to stop there and absorb that in my spirit. 
Let somebody in here think that, say that in their being. I'm wasting my life. You're getting this message in. You're getting a hold to it. I might need to do the hard things that Jesus is putting before me today so we don't come across, keep falling short of his plan. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. This, this thing, is God, it, it, he's worth it. Whatever effort, whatever energy, my God, whatever he puts in, it's so worth it. Man, Brother Angle, it's so worth it. Stop avoiding the hard things. Move towards. I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this. Your best life is not your easiest life. I spent a lot of my life looking for the easy. Even after I got saved, I still would try to track down the easy. I'm about to go eagles again. Dang on. My mind's a terrible thing. Somebody say, sing it, Brother Lee, sing it. Well, I don't know if I could sing, I might would, but I really can't sing. But anyway, anyway but, but moving towards it, and I, I want to read you these couple scriptures, and, and I really got to close this time. I really do. Y'all keep, y'all keep agging me on. Dang on it. This, this is what Jesus, this is what Jesus says in, in, in Mark 8 and 34. He says, when, when he had called the people unto him with the disciples also, he said, whosoever will come after me, listen, let him deny. Man, it's hard, Jesus. Let him deny. It's hard. Let him deny himself. Take up, the, take up his cross hard and follow me. For whosoever will save his life, looking for the easy. Whoever will look for the easy, whoever will try to save his life, will, will what? Lose it. But whoever will lose it, lose his life, do the hard thing, deny himself, take up the cross, do the hard thing, follow me, he shall find it. He shall find it. He shall find it. Amen. He shall find it. This thing's big enough, Jesus said, to give your whole life to. You will find life. Now I want to share this with you, and then, and then, and then I'm going to really, really keep it. Whoever's coming, just come on. But I want to share this with you because this kind of takes, this kind of turns it a little bit. And you know this is true. This, you know this is truth about Christ. He calls us to hard things, but listen to what he says. Listen to what he says in Matthew. Then Matthew 11. Listen to what he says in Matthew 11 and 28. This is what he says. Come unto me, right? Come unto me. He's given us that hard thing, but come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me. I am meek, lowly in heart. You shall find rest upon your soul. Now listen, listen, listen. For my, my yoke, it's a yoke, is easy. The hard thing, he said, that's really easy if you're with me. And, and my burden is really light. I'm putting hard things before you, but if you'll come after me, I'm going to make it easy. 
still going to be a hard day. What in the world is he talking about? Is it hard, Brother Lee, or is it easy? Yeah. 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 It was hard when I started into the heart, but then it got easy. You know what I learned? I learned that Mary Martha story really sells this, finishes it, fixes it, whatever. I learned it. Remember that Mary Martha story where Jesus went to their house? And, and I don't blame Martha. I don't, man, we'd be cooking for Jesus, wouldn't we? Jesus is coming over. My wife freaks out when two or three's coming. She fixes enough for an army. But I, if Jesus was coming, she's going to go Martha mode. My wife goes Martha mode. She's like, hands wrapping, stuff shaking. She's up at 2 o'clock in the morning burning the stove up, 3 o'clock pops. Fire alarm's going off. I preached to y'all too long. Y'all done quit laughing. Let us out of here. Oh, no, it's going to be a hard thing. Let us out. Let us out now. Suck it up, buttercup. Just a few more minutes. But in that story, in that story, remember Martha, she's all, all wound up. She gets upset, gets mad, tells Jesus. Oh, we're going to tell Jesus what to do now. Yeah, what the, we get wound up like that sometimes. Don't just out there and be mad at Martha. You get wound up like that and want to tell Jesus what to do. We, we tell him, yeah. We tell Jesus what to do now. Lord, tell her. I'm doing all this cooking. I'm doing all this stuff for you. Tell her. Bring herself up in here. Martha, Martha. You're so worked up. You're so worked up over all these things. And this is what he says. This is what he says. Mary. Mary has chosen the good thing. She's chose the good thing. And I thought about that. And I found something in that that brings this together that what makes the hard easy. Because it was still hard for Martha. Martha was still having it hard. I appreciate the Marthas. But it was hard for her. She hadn't found the Mary thing yet. Mary found this thing easy. This easy thing. You know what I found out? If you really want it to be easy this morning, even the hard thing. Exactly what Jesus said. You gotta, you gotta lose yourself. You gotta lose yourself to Jesus. You gotta lose yourself. Completely. I've learned this about us. When I lose myself completely, everything's easy. Everything gets easier. When I, the hard things ain't hard no more. I said, if you're really lost in Jesus, if you're really lost in Jesus, the hard things become easier. The tough things become easier. The big places, the cross places become easier. But now, but now, if you've not lost yourself and you're still trying to serve God and expecting, because He owes me. You can't, this morning, I'm just going to tell you something. This morning, if you come, going to do something hard for God, thinking He owes me, it's just going to get harder. But if you come this morning, saying, Lord, I just want to get lost in you. 
finding that need both I'm just gonna get lost in you. I'm gonna tell you what you'll find that it's gonna get easier. Obedience ain't never been so easy until you're lost in Jesus. Giving ain't never been so easy. You know what? I didn't want to pay no tithes at all. I didn't want to give nothing. I got I saved two years. Then I give five dollars. You know what? When you get lost in Jesus, there ain't no amount. There ain't no amount that you won't give. I preach too much. Preach too long. morning. I do. I believe this. All my heart. God's got hard things before some of you. Some of us. This challenge is that we'll grow. We'll grow. What I'd encourage you to do this morning, first and foremost, is get lost in Him. Get lost in Him. Don't try to do it on your own be like them people at the gym. You won't make it till February. Hey. You won't make it to February. But if you get lost in Him, I see you July 4th with a hot dog in your hand and a smile on your face. Loving me some Jesus. It's all natural now. You be like Buck. You run down the hall. Mama, I gotta go. I gotta go. Natural. 